The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. On the record, I'd fuck Hitler up. (laughs) Yeah, me too. You think you could take him? Could I? I think I'm taller than him. I'd fuck Hitler up. Welcome back to Crafting and Drafting. I am Brian Finch. With me is them boys, all three returning to the show. It's a full cast. So happy. To my left, by video. Where am I on your screen, Matt? Um, Because you're screen sharing. You're, uh, you're below me. All three of you are below <laughs> me. You first, then Ryan, then, uh, then Alex. I would never. I would never. (laughs) (laughs) Matt Johnson, how are you, my friend? Uh, Not too shabby. Not too shabby. How are you? Missed you guys. Yeah. 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 We're good. I think. Um, I I totally miss Matt. Would you guys? You guys miss Matt? Always. Of course. I'm starting to feel it. Yeah. (laughs) It'll sink in as we get through this episode. Uh, Ryan Holtby to my right. Hitler's a bitch. Sure is. Alex Bam Morris. What's going on, guys? You End concur- of a long week. Do you concur Hitler's a bitch? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I I guess I am left out. Um Yeah, he's a bitch. I, <laughs> I thought you were gonna go the other way, Matt. I was like, yeah. oh <laughs> shit. Matt's like speaking of drafting goats. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> the topic for today, I don't know who suggested it. It's one we've left around um the discussions and we finally decided this is going to be the one. And uh it's going to be Matt's final episode until whenever. And it'll matter when, yes. it's whenever he's comfortable, if he's yeah. comfortable. I, I vote for Mackett's first overall, and then we <laughs> shuffle the rest of them. Nah, fuck that shit. Nah, he ain't getting first. <laughs> no. He might yeah, get no special treatment. No special yeah. treatment. He doesn't yeah, so this will be it. I tried. This will be it for a while. I don't know when. Um, and this is a small doubt that I don't know if. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be coming back. You never know. I hey, I have no idea. It's always the guest spots, my friend. Yeah. No. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a full time thing. I have no idea what life has in store for me for the next, well, now forever. But you know, especially over the next couple months, uh, you know, adjusting to being a first time parent and and so much. And and I said it on Eat Sleep List. There's a part of me that's kind of just relieved to not do podcasting. In a weird way, not that I hate doing it, but I've been doing it for so long and I've always had these extracurricular activities where it's, you know, just so much that it's like, okay, I kind of get to come home and 
do 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 my own thing, quote unquote, but also you know be a parent at the same time. I don't I don't feel the need to have to do something. You get to reset your uh, priorities. Yes, I think it's nice. A, you know, good way to put it. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm elated. We're a couple months out, and a uh, lot of work to do. A lot of work to do yet, but um, but yeah, very excited. It's crunch time. Are you taking those uh, breathing classes, Lamas? <laughs> huh? No, no. Do those Not... exist anymore? I didn't take them. <laughs> Ryan, did you guys take them? Breathing classes? Yeah, the Lamas where you go and sit with the wife and you practice stuff. Uh, no, I got thrown into the fire for that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm both of my, my were pulled out of the womb with a claw game. <laughs> that That's a good way to put it. Good way to put it. Matt, pro tip, have one of the nurses record your reaction. Makes for great photos. Uh, you don't have to share it. That's no, true. you don't have the to. photo of him like, fainting That's from true. looking over. Dude, mid-crown, the nurse is like, you want me to take some pictures? I'm like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> apparently, Here, there's a video it. of me being. <laughs> apparently, there's video of me being born. Oh, and uh, I'm glad I've never seen it. I don't wish to see it. I don't know why it exists, but that was a thing back in the day. Sure so was. it was a thing. Yeah, the '90s, wild times, wild times. <laughs> Mrs. Johnson, your son came out in a Peyton Manning jersey. Is this what you wanted? <laughs> no, put him back in. Peyton Manning. Imagine the, if you were born Peyton Manning's, Manning's head. Oh God. Oh, oh good God. lord! Your poor mother. mother still hate you. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Went from a four to a five to a six head. All that football knowledge had to go somewhere. Yeah, like wrestling. I don't know. That's true. <laughs> He is helmet's like squeezed his head too much. He's got a watermelon head. Shit, Peyton Manning's poor mother. Good God, that woman. <laughs> She's a tiny little thing. If you see her, is she? Hmm. Oof. Eli just slipped right out though. Oh, <laughs> uh, don't say slip. Slipped or don't say that. Yeah, he slipped out like he did in that Super Bowl before he threw it uh, that hail mary. That's right. Oh God. Yep. Pop right out. Slip right out. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be crafting and drafting if we weren't drinking some stuff. Matt, you got uh some water? Uh I had tea. Oh. Which is fun. Yeah, honey um, or no honey? No honey. No honey. It's nice audible. <laughs> it's uh yeah, I like my tea, so I'm an old soul. I love tea. I'll drink tea. Tea's Ryan, uh, I know you got a banger, so I'm going to save you to last. Alex, okay. you... I'm I'm glad you're saving him for last. I am uh, running back last week's. So where else would you rather beer? Ah, okay, nice. I was trying <laughs> to place it. If you didn't see my face, I was just like, uh, I don't know. I'm actually yeah, right. <laughs> sitting here. I'm hoping that it's the same can that you started last week. It's the same exact can. Not the brand, but you like opened it last week. You're like, you know what? I'll finish it on today. No, 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 <laughs> no. Funny, funny part is this sat out. I had two of them 
I only did the one that night, and this was sitting on the floor, so it has cooled or warmed up a little bit and then been recooled. So it's a little different now. Mm-hmm. That's a myth, but still not bad. Not bad. Hey, we're actually uh, brewery twins for the day. Look at that. Hey, North action for me too. Uh, this is their Irish Red Ale. So never had this before. My Ooh. buddy got it for me for my birthday. So uh, let's get a crack here. Hoping that came across pretty good. That was a whack crack. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I was gonna say sounded good at your end, and I think that was it. Do Did it you again. guys get anything? I didn't hear. I didn't get anything. I can give you guys a crack in Do a second. No, 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 no. Keep that talked. <laughs> what do we got? It's okay. It's not great. Can I admit it's not great? <laughs> Guinness put out like a Red Harvest style stout one year, and I'm glad I picked it up when I did because they haven't done it since. Probably one of the best beverages I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Also, my palate might be wrecked because I'm I'm having coffee as well. So, oh, oh Jesus, you. Brian, did you turn it into a porter? Oh no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, Ryan, <laughs> finishes off strong here. Okay, I'm drinking a local brew from Froth Brewing of the Liquid Ooh. Lollipop series. Yes. I'm drinking a 6.5 ABV sour ale brewed with pineapple, orange, and marshmallow. $25 for a four-pack. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? Uh, kudos to them for not raising the price uh, during the recession. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you want a crack? I thought yes. you already poured one. Didn't you already pour one? He it's bought okay, a Brian. four pack. <laughs> Nothing. Oof. Lackluster tonight, fellas. Wow, I put it right up to the freaking speaker. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry, I let you guys and down. I, and that's my free show. <laughs> what a nightmare. It's all right. Oof. I'm going to make up for it with this draft. Uh, the GOAT yeah. draft. Here we go. Got to randomize the draft order. But unique twist this week. We're going to go linear. No snake. So whoever has the first pick has a huge advantage. Apparently, Alex is pulling for Matt. No offense, Matt, but I'm kind of hoping I get it. Uh, <laughs> wow, right. look at that. What just happened? Ready to go. You can, I, see I wonder. It. I wonder who no, we're all actually thinking is number one. Once or what we're going number one with. If twice. Here's the last time. I have the there first. It is. Matt's got second. Alex has third. Ryan rigged has the fourth. <laughs> I didn't look to share this time just for this reason, so that do it again. Do it again. All right, I'll do it again. Why not? No, no, no. You don't have to. You don't have to. Yeah, don't do it again. I already wrote it down. It was Matt. <laughs> I don't want to. All right. I have the first pick. I'm not going to let anybody down. Uh, I didn't mean to tip my pick uh, by talking about this guy and his tiny little mustache, but uh, I think the goat of goats has to be Michael Jordan, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Six I know. On six tries. Pretty damn good. I think 
And I did a little more research earlier. I have one that's going to beat that out. Interesting. But not I got to wait. It's not my goat. <laughs> Michael yeah. Jordan is my goat. I like Jordan a lot because it just, I mean, just the pop culture icon that uh, that he he became and still is to this day. Uh, still is to this day. He's in every single GOAT debate. People try to pit themselves against, you know, what, what Jordan did. They try to break Jordan down. Jordan was the be-all, end-all. And I I didn't really watch basketball consistently back then, but I just remember everything. I mean, Space Jam, you know, just everything. The sneakers, uh, just everything. The whole world revolving around Michael Jordan. So, yeah, that's uh, that's that's the easiest. It's a, it's a layup. Pun intended uh, for the for the pick for this uh, draft. Everybody my age is, is is a Bulls fan because of Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah, and they're uh, they've been kind of dookie for a little while. Oh yeah, yep. <laughs> they haven't really been good since. Yeah, so he'd be nothing without the sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> and they just booed that poor ge- that general manager's wife a couple weeks ago that broke down the team. Yeah, they're never thing. winning again after pulling that stunt. <laughs> that was that was hard to watch. That was hard to watch. Yeah. Shame on you, Chicago. Jordan's got some pull, though. They would have never booed if he did. The documentary didn't come out the way it did. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> Matt, who is your goat? Okay. So I am going to, uh, for this choice, select, uh, in my opinion, the greatest football player of all time. And his name is Tom Brady. Uh, he is. Uh, there are people who still try to d- deny it. Um, I have, in my lifetime, which isn't very long, never seen a player with a I mean LeBron's kind of getting there but a lot a, a career long and pretty dominant throughout the entire you know the entire stretch of it uh you know even when the teams he were on he was on weren't that great he still performed really really well and uh it's really cool that like, I'm I'm glad I got to live to see you know Tom Brady uh, play football and I get to tell my kids someday that you know I did this dude was you know to our parents generation the the Joe Montana and you know to be on that you know the Johnny Unitas's and, and some of these other greats Terry Bradshaw um, and this dude probably the best out of all of them uh, just a level of uh, just high level for a long period of time it, it defines goatness for me so Tom Brady especially living in Western New York too, right? Like constantly, you know, twice a year guaranteed you're going to see this dude on TV just absolutely dismantle the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. You know what I mean? As Bills fans, when Brady was a Patriot, that first opening day game as a Bills fan, you're like, okay, we're playing for second place (laughs) because Tom Brady's in that division, right? Like it's, 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 it was it was it it was unfair, really. Um, yeah, completely agree. Those are the correct two picks. Yeah, he's uh, Tom Brady. Yeah, it, 
I remember when teams would beat a Tom Brady led Patriots team and they'd be like, uh, is this team ready for the Super Bowl? Like the like the Lions in 2018. Whenever Matt Patricia was there, they were like two and two and they beat the Patriots. And they're like, oh my God, is the Lions ready for a Super Bowl push? And I don't think Patricia won like he might have won like one more game that season. But that's how big beating Tom Brady was. So yeah. Definitely the GOAT. Best quarterback of all time. For sure. Yep. It'd yeah, take yeah. a long time for anyone to take him down, too. Yeah. <laughs> I think Mahomes can get there, but neither here nor there. Doing mock drafts in my head and discussing this with Chrissy, I said, if I get the second pick, pretty sure I'll be able to get Tom Brady, and I'll be pretty happy with that. Especially because, uh, yeah. Yeah, Michigan boy. <laughs> Tom Brady didn't even go to college, dude. He was a nobody in college. Sure was a nobody. <laughs> <laughs> um, it... It's Ryan, right? Ryan, Ryan your yeah. first goat pick. I'm the last pick, I thought. No, what? Yeah, I got I every read, I it, so I had to close it. Okay, I was discussing. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep it straight the rest of the show. That was Finchy, Matt, myself, and Ryan. Okay, there we go. So, not a very long career, I guess 13 seasons. Could seem long. But this player mixed with a player from another team helped revive the sport of basketball. Talking Larry Bird. Mm-hmm. And some say him being around paved the way for obviously the sport coming back, but led to guys like Michael Jordan. So I'm going for an overall what he did, what he did for the sport. He even coached afterwards. So I'm going to say Larry Bird. Yeah, Bird is great. Him and uh, his his counterpart in the Lakers. I mean, that was I don't know if that was the birth of the 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 late the Lakers Celtics rivalry, but I mean that was the rivalry of the 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 decade. It it it. Alex is absolutely right. Like it, it helped revitalize the NBA and and as far as a national media standpoint. It's uh Larry Bird is underrated. Too not too many people talk about him as a goat. I think it's uh you know, and obviously everybody's definition of what a goat is, you know, it varies. So there's there's some, you know, everybody's got a different take on it. But I, I think this is a really an underrated pick. Oh no, he's easily talked about as top five in NBA of all time. Yeah. And if, if the three-point shot exists for his entire career, who knows where he ends up on the all-time points list. Yeah. Right. So. Goated. Right. Right. What you got? All right. Um, this, now, uh, this guy would have been my first overall pick if I had him. I think this is the most dominant athlete in American sports history. Maybe the world, really. Um, Michael Phelps. Oh, you bet. Who, uh, that's who, a good one. Who, who is more dominant in their sport than Michael Phelps? Nobody. Th- think about it, really. Like, imagine being in the Olympics 
you've trained your ass off for four years and you step on the blocks about to dive into this pool and you look to your right and you see this motherfucker smacking his back, dude. And you just know, like, <laughs> like no chance I win this race. There's no chance. Yeah. It's Michael Phelps, I, dude. Am I the only one that Go ahead. Am I the only one that feels like when his arms are at his sides that like he can touch his kneecaps without leaning? Like <laughs> a- absolute, absolute freak of nature. Like probably in my opinion, the most dominant athlete like of my lifetime. Michael Phelps. I one hundred percent agree because uh brightness is too high, but it says Michael Phelps right there on my phone. Because I was just you know gonna make sure I had all the stats here uh he's got an all-time record of 23 gold medals 13 individual events that he gold medaled in uh gold medals in 16 total events um yeah dominant bonus silvers dude loves weed too <laughs> he sure does <laughs> and and once again, what college did he go to? Fuck no it. fucking clue. Michigan. Goat. Where? Two goats. He didn't go to Two ITT goats. Tech? From Michigan. <laughs> he <laughs> wasn't place for the ITT girl. Tech <laughs> software engineers? <laughs> place doesn't exist anymore. I was really I wasn't sure if I was gonna be able to sneak him, but good job, good job, Rod. You didn't let me go. Like I said, I, like I said, if I had one oh one, that was my pick. Yeah. Like in my, I literally cannot think of anybody that has a more dominant run than Michael Phelps. Uh, the only guy that I would say was more dominant for a period of time is Tiger Woods. Okay. Yes. He's minute. also on my list. Spoiler alert. Is he going to go next he round? Is, Probably. He is just a pick right now. <laughs> okay. uh, with, my, okay. with my second pick, I will take Tiger Woods. Yeah. Good pick. You know, he was so dominant that the only way he could fall off is if he self sabotaged his own life. Yep. That's the only way that he was going to get beat is if he just completely started messing up left and right. Did he do that for a little while? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Drunk driving, you know <laughs> problems with the wifey, and sleeping around. And oh, man. Daddy, you know what's crazy about Tiger Woods, too, is. Everybody knew they were going to lose to this guy based on what he was wearing. <laughs> and it's the red Nike polo on Sundays. Yep. You're not, if he puts that polo on, don't show up to the course. It's over. It's yeah. over. <laughs> it's over. It's like that. It was like either 2004 or something or 2006. He came back on that Sunday down something stupid. Like twelve strokes or something like that to come back and win. Yeah, the dude's life literally fell apart and came back and he won the Masters. So yeah, yeah. And what's scary is his son is probably going to be better than him. <laughs> Hopefully, Tiger was a little nicer than Tiger's dad was to him. <laughs> How do you think he got so good? Discipline. Good pick. Good pick. Thank Very you. good. Uh, Matt. All right, so for my pick, I'm going to go to the world of boxing, and there's a couple different routes 
Um, couple different routes that I can go with this one. There's a lot of greatness in boxing. Uh, but I'm going to go with the one that was really, he was big in my, up, you know, upbringing childhood. Uh, and I'm going to go with Mike Tyson here. Um, my God, what a freak of nature. 50 and six record, 44 knockouts, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I just remember, you know, I'm, <sighs> Everybody knows I don't really need to bring up Mike Tyson's troubled outside of the ring life and, um, you know, biting Evander Holyfield's ear. But when he was in the ring, one of the most dominant figures of in boxing history, just so aggressive. And I I love hearing stories about how like my dad and uncles and all these all these people from their generation, they would get together for these Mike Tyson fights. They would call and order a pizza. And the pizza would get there after the Tyson fight was over. Cause he already knocked the guy out all these big hyped up fights and the pay-per-view was over and pizza would show up at the end. And it's, 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 it's wild, but uh, that, you know, it's, it's dominant. And uh, so I, I had to take Mike Tyson here. Um, glad he's getting a, he's made a life turnaround, you know, outside he's kind of being a little bit more, um, Viewed in a in a slightly more positive light, um, it doesn't take away from his past, but it's you know it's the the uh, the return has been been nice to nice to witness. So yeah, Mike Tyson is my number two. Well, his redemption is easy because we we know now that he was falsely accused. Yeah. So you know the his past as as dark as it was for such a long period of time. At least now we do have that. It's like, man, that guy got screwed, like so many other citizens of this country. Mm-hmm. You know? So uh, I watched that Evander Holyfield uh, fight live over at my buddy Joe's house. Oh, yeah? His dad rented a big screen TV, like from Rena <laughs> Center or some shit. Wow. Yeah. And so when he bit off and spit out that chunk of ear, dude, I mean, it was like the size of my thumb on that big screen. It was awesome. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Tyson Tyson's good. I they did that return like match with him and like was it Roy Jones Jr. Who the hell he did a couple years ago on one of those shitty thriller cards and I was it was it wasn't great. It wasn't fun to watch, but uh it was just nice to kind of see him get in the ring again and get uh you know, throw some punches. But yeah, dude's a legend. So those hands yeah. and so fast. I see he, when he was training for that fight, they showed how hard he was hitting. And there's all these people, all these memes on Facebook. Oh, would you, you know, would you get in the ring with Mike Tyson for, you know, X amount of dollars for a certain amount of time? And, and people like, nah, we're good on that. That's how scary this dude's aura still is. Yeah. Uh, I, I won't know what to do with that money other than pay my hospital bills. <laughs> That's the truth. All right, Alex. I'm going to take things to the diamond. God damn it. Take it way, way, way back. A lot of choices. He was a Yankee. Phenomenal pitcher. He can hit the ball like a motherfucker. Ryan, put that thumb the other way. I'm going with Babe Ruth. Hey, 
I played on the same field as Babe Ruth. True story. Wow. Where'd you go? Huh? Where'd you go? He played at Vets Park in Medina, New York. Get the fuck out. Swear to God, there's a there's a plaque right out front. Yep. I'm gonna have to go visit that. That's cool. I never mm-hmm. knew that. Yep, played on the same field as him. He also drank at the local bar there, uh, the Walsh Hotel. I might have to make a day of it. Yep, the Walsh built in 1852. There's a, um, yeah, I think if you go to like their Facebook page, it says right there, like Babe Ruth drank here before you were even thought of, <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> Good pick. Good pick. Uh, yeah. Dude, you think Babe Ruth was ripping cigs? Before baseball games, had to have right. Probably yeah. during, honestly. Um, yeah, right. Like, like pretty sure there's pictures to... of him, if I'm not mistaken, holding one or at least resting one. And not the body type of a of a goat. You'd uh, you'd think of right. Yeah, dude, dude, was built like us. dude was built like us. He we just couldn't hit a baseball half the distance he could. That's all. <laughs> I get like Bart Bartolo Cologne vibes when I watch him play. Big sexy. You know, just okay, yep. if he's if he doesn't hit a home run, it's kinda, you know. Out of second. When he, yes. when he did yes. it. When he did that though, the entire team cleared in through the dugout into the locker room. Oh yeah. He came back to an empty dugout, he's just taking his gloves off and they all come piling back out. It was <laughs> fucking great. And the call for it, if you haven't heard it, go listen to it. It's great. I'm have to and find like, it. You see all these like black and white clips of Babe Ruth, and it's like he's not really trying. He's just doing what he does, just natural. He's pre-programmed. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, he was like a, he was like he was a robot. He was a machine. Yeah. And that's something you didn't you don't really see much anymore. A pitcher that's hitting bombs like that. So like, well, now it's like Shohei. Yep, is 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 the guy you see now doing that? Like, like what what was Shohei's contract? He just got like massive, oh. absolutely massive. Fuck. Did he start was as a eight, pitcher? Eight hundred, eight hundred million or something like that? No, yeah, it's a fake contract. Seven seven hundred million. It was seven hundred million, and it was and it's a really weird breakdown. He's getting like yes, yeah, it's very very something weird. like two and a half million a year or something like that. Yeah, this and then it's like all after he's retired, he's getting all that money yeah. after. Yeah, this shouldn't be legal. Benny it's, Bonilla, baseball genius. It's genius. <laughs> or Bobby Bonilla. Think about it. Yeah. If you're it, if you're playing, give me a couple million now. When I retire, give me the rest of that six hundred and fifty million. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's clever. Actually, I think he had surgery this year, this off season too. So then yeah. there's that waving overhead. Like when he comes back, is he gonna be the same guy, right? Tony still. I don't know. I I mean, he probably will be. Thirty years from now, when we're doing crafting and drafting, (laughs) Alex will probably take Shohei. Yeah, know what I mean. When you're downloading these episodes into your uh, Skylink brain (laughs) micro, yeah, (laughs) built-in AirPods surgically put into your brain. It's a 500 terabyte chip up in there. <laughs> so, real question: the uh, Babe Ruth was a pitcher and then moved to outfield, or was in the outfield field and moved to pitcher? Who I don't knows remember he- the order. I just know he pitched and he hit. 
So outfield, I presume. I don't know. You'd want that chubby fuck back there fielding balls? <laughs> sneaky fast. He did not look sneaky fast. He looked obviously oh. slow. Here's the thing. You hit those hey, In his time, a, a six-second 40-yard dash was fast as hell, Brian. Yeah, this is the Shane, That's a world this, class Shane Gillis, this is the Shane Gillis joke of when yes, could the yes, announcers yes. are announcing <laughs> baseball before Hank Aaron steps up to the plate. No, 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 no. The Shane Gillis did... Uh... Oh, Jackie Robinson. Jackie, Jackie Robinson. Robinson. Yeah, Jackie Robinson. He smacked the shit of all of them. Well, <laughs> no shot. He hits this one. Oh, shit. Home run. Well, we had a good run, boys. Well, that's that's what I'm saying, though. As long as whatever he did on the field, however bad it was, as long as he made up for it, probably when all the boys are on the bags and dinger. Yeah. Probably doesn't matter what he messes up out there, depending on the situation. Gotcha. I'll see how we handle the sports here. So you've got a, uh, you've got baseball covered. What was your first pick? Because you basketball, basketball. We got football, basketball, baseball, swimming, and boxing. No, there's more than that, there, fella. Where are we going, Bry? Uh, we're doing another baseball pick here. Okay. I have one number for you. Mm-hmm. Seven sixty-two. Juiced or not, Barry Bonds, dude. <laughs> Best hitter of our generation. Yeah. Sosa would like a word. Sosa can suck. Couldn't. Uh, let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sosa, if we're being honest and they fair, Sosa's numbers pre juicing. Eh, uh, Barry well, let's be honest. Pre juicing still is like, whoa. <laughs> Babe Ruth was probably some sort of juicing, whether that was Bud Lights or not. The dude was juicing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, See, it's like you're playing darts and you have a couple of drinks before and you're, like, killing it. Well, think of it this way. Dude, holy shit. Hold on, hold on. This is really fucking crazy. But I literally just got a text from my buddy that said, this is fucking crazy. If you could give any athlete steroids, who would you give them to? I swear to God, that's just a text I literally just got right now. I swear to God. If you could give any athlete Babe steroids Ruth. without repercussions, who would he give them to? Babe Ruth. Wow, that's, that's fucking sneak. That's fucking weird. I'm tripping. And want him to carry on. His big ass. Want to shoot that gigantic donk donk. Uh,. It's your pick, right? Uh, you're you're still talking about uh, very much seven sixty two. That's all I need to say. Okay. In all honesty, I always I always backed it up with his numbers before he juiced were awesome. So. No, no debates from the peanut gallery. Cool. All right, I'll make my next pick. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> It's uh, I gotta keep s- swinging big here because I got I got some heavy hitters, heavy. Um, when can we draft ourselves in the sports goat draft? Yeah. <laughs> Pod goat draft. <laughs> we could, yeah. I, I'll I'll yeah. I, I can't believe he's still on the board here. Um. I'll take the great one. I'll take Kretzky. Mm. 
Oh my god, I forgot about that fucking guy. Gretzky in the third round? Damn. Overrated. <laughs> he couldn't play in today's NHL. Uh, he wouldn't score nearly as much. There's a guy. I've been looking forward to this podcast for a while much, just for like, these debates. Yeah. <laughs> I've always, and, and I even think Sal Capaccio, not that he needs to hold any more weight than the rest of us, but I, I thought that he brought up a good point. Um, when he was scoring all those goals, those goalies barely knew how to play goalie. <laughs> they yeah, were still standing was, up. Yep. The process was still developing. It took a while for like butterfly or unconventional, more often than not, split style to really come about at that time. Yeah, I mean they were wearing half a milk carton on their face, so like I mean I don't know what you wanted them to do. I wouldn't play goalie back then. No, no, around that time frame, I think they had at least the fiberglass mold that somewhat resembles what we wear today. But well, it's still hard to play goalie with those enormous fucking balls in between your legs back then. Fuck. (laughs) Oh, you had to have those. They mm. were a lot less back then than we do now. Yeah, a so lot less. Oh, yeah. Greatest yep. of all Every time. That is what we're drafting, and I draft the great one. So. Amazing. Good one. Great pick. I threw his jersey yep. in our time capsule, you know? He did. Probably, sh- probably should have been an earlier pick. Wayne Gretzky yeah. probably should have went before Barry Bonds. That's neither here nor there. That's okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Matt. Oh boy, I'm having a tough time. How many rounds are we doing, by the way? Seven. We're doing seven. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with uh probably the greatest, if not one of the greatest, um, female athletes of all time. Damn and, it! Yeah, I'm going Serena Williams. Uh, for damn this it! One. Tennis is a very intense sport, and you know her. I, I remember growing up, and her, her sister Venus, um, yep. were the be all end all when it came to to tennis. There wasn't really, I don't really recall. Maybe Andre Agassi, Andre, Andre Agassi, yeah. You know, maybe on the male side, but these two were everything. Um, but Serena got the longest longevity out of all of it, and. I think she just recently she retired recently. I feel like she yes. slowed down. I haven't heard her name in quite some time. But... I mean, she was still pretty dominant up until probably a few years ago. Yeah, really, really which good. Which is which is nuts because the thing about tennis, you know, a lot of people are like, "Oh, it's like because it's not a physical sport." I don't think people understand how much running there mm-hmm. is in tennis. It's and reaction how much harder. Time. Yep. And how much harder the sport gets, the longer the match goes on. Yep. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So. Yeah, there's so much, I mean, just quick reaction time and absolutely I mean, skill, precision. There's just, there, there's so much to it. Um, Not to mention all, all the different surfaces they're playing on, you know, yep. clay, traditional, grass, like, which completely changed the whole game. Yeah. Really, you know, your whole style of play has changed based on the surface you're playing. For sure. So yeah, I think Serena definitely uh, deserves her flowers in this uh, in this draft. So that'll be my number three. Yep, hundred probably also should have went before Barry Bonds. <laughs> she, she's right up there with Michael Phelps of just yes. a period yes. of just like you couldn't imagine her losing. Yep. Right. 
superstar. Yep. Ryan's uh, sneaky pretty good at uh, tennis. He's very good at this. Yeah, dude. Yeah, love tennis. Yep. Bit more of a pickle guy or pickleball guy myself. I also <laughs> love pickleball. I'm a pickle guy. I hate, I hate pickles and pickleball. I, I only hate half of it. <laughs> I'm pickle Rick. Alex. <laughs> 11 and 1 my senior year of tennis, not to brag, but yep. could have been on the tour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sneaky good. Sneaky athletic. All right. So I think I'm going to take one who I guarantee, for the most part, I would assume the three you don't have on your list, nor the sport on your radar. I'm going to take a lacrosse player by the name of John Grant Jr. Wrong, John. No. You mean Tavares? No. (laughs) Did did this guy play for the Nighthawks? Yep. He also had a very lengthy and high-scoring career outside as well, out on the big field. Okay. Now, Alex, as someone that's played lacrosse, how much of a difference is it from box to field? Well, field's much bigger. Much bigger, bigger. Goalies are smaller. Long poles on the field, I know that. Yep. Yeah, other than that, most basic rules are similar. Less pads for the goalie, too, on the field. Yeah, they're tiny out there. I know that because I played in middle school and a buddy ripped one right into my arm and I never played lacrosse again. True story. Unfortunately, I never had a chance to. Pembroke uh, didn't offer it. and Even if they did, I don't know how expensive it would have been. So, no, It's not too bad. Cleats and stick, that's really it. Yeah, gloves. Definitely Mets. Yep. I was uh, an intramural lacrosse until my coach who assisted with the JV squad uh, caught a lacrosse ball in the eye and oh, yeah. they canceled my intramural season because he almost lost his eye. Jesus. And add on to the fact that when this dude was six years old, he fell in front of his dad while he was mowing the lawn and he lost his leg. So dude was almost oh. down with eye and a leg. God damn. Yeah. Are we going to draft him? <laughs> not now <laughs> also lacrosse balls a lot harder than they look still yep. insane yeah <laughs> think of a circular hockey puck <laughs> I, I pucks are circular spherical well, spherical it's spherical <laughs> Drake and Josh quote which one's my turn it is your turn uh, that was Josh when you got the game sphere who said that Um, so I am also going to go the tennis route Uh, Serena was on my list Matt sniped me great pick Matt thanks buddy Um, I'm going to go on the male end here how about Roger Federer huh yeah that's a good one that's a very good one so so tennis is is kind of a sport where there's a lot of uh, debate on who the GOAT could be you got Rafael Nadal you got Federer. Um, I'm getting blanked, but a lot. You know, there's 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 a lot of different options. But Federer to me was someone that I've watched several times, and it's just it's 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 night and day to to his opponent. So 
Give me, give me Federer. Yeah, that's a good one. There are uh, quite a few. Yeah, quite a few. Tennis is so fun, and I feel like there's a it's got a neat following to it. Like I don't know, I, I you know I, you'd hear about it on ESPN and such, but you didn't hear people in 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 middle and high school you know really talk about it. But you're on Twitter now, and there's millions upon millions of people who follow it pretty religiously, and it's it's uh it's pretty cool to see that some of these smaller you know sports have such massive followings. Yeah. Well, you well you got to think too, like with Federer, Nadal, Djokovic, like these are all European guys. Like this is big True. in Europe, and if you're big in the states, you're a big deal. So, give me Federer. Very good. You guys named pretty much all the tennis players that I've actually heard of. <laughs> <laughs> tennis is also is also a sneaky good watch. I, I will absolutely yeah. sit down and watch a full tennis match. Absolutely. All the way through. I wish I knew some pro curlers. Like Pro curlers? Couldn't name one. Yeah. Gun to my head? Couldn't name one. Dead on the spot. But I love fucking watching curling, man. It's a fun sport. Have you played? I want to. I want to at least try it. They got the they got the thing at uh during well. This River time of year at yeah Riverworks and Peyton actually played in the league at Riverworks and I've been telling her we need to go and do that because I would love to try. Hell yeah, for sure. Maybe we can get a crafting and drafting uh, on the road and get a little uh, curling in. That'd be sick. Fucking brush our asses off. <laughs> Two ACL surgeries tells me to stay off the ice. Oh, you'll be fine, dude. Just put some cleats on. A little spikes, too. Or you can get like one of those little like walkers that you see kids <laughs> use the first time I see. Get Ryan walking out with one of those things with a duct tape, a broom duct tape to the front of it, and Brian's sweeping <laughs> with the fucking walker. <laughs> oh my god! All right. I got to keep collecting trophies. That's what I'm after here. Championships. You want rings. I think the the low-hanging fruit here, and maybe I get some pushback for some people that this isn't even really a sport, but I don't really care. I'm going to take Earnhardt. Dale Earnhardt. Dude, I was thinking Earnhardt, too, but I was like, I don't know. The Intimidator, dude. Yeah, he dominated the sport. If he did, which I guess we are a motorsport. He was in the three car Chevrolet, correct? Mm -hmm. Yep, the Goodrich. I used to have a fanny pack, a Dale Earnhardt like car fanny pack when when Dale Earnhardt was king. Mm -hmm. Yep, it was. He's always gonna be king. Oh yeah, yeah. Nas. NASCAR was a big thing in my family. Um, they used to do like um, like they would pick the winner of each race, and it was like a like a, a, almost like fantasy. You put yeah. in 20, 20 bucks, or whatever. You're like I want this guy, this guy, or this guy, and mm-hmm. um, that was kind of a thing for us. We we'd sit down. What was it like Sundays or Saturday? It would it, it was weekends. And you'd sit down and watch the race. And at the time, I didn't really appreciate it. I was like, man, these guys are just fucking driving left. 
<laughs> what are we watching here? And I like Jeff Gordon. His car was colorful. I thought oh, Gordon was, was awesome cool. with the Dupont. Thought it, thought it was cool. You could take and, him. Um, if, if the so. thing with Earnhardt, though, like when he died, like his son was on the racetrack. Yeah. Right? So that like, story is really cool in a morbid way. That so you remember Earnhardt where you famous. were when you heard. Oh yes, yeah. we were in a car sure. driving back from my grandma's house. Um, yep. So famous, we were at our camp. He, he never won Daytona. It's the one racetrack he could never win. He'd play second. He'd play third. You know, always close, but never, never won. And then he finally did it. The following year, literally one year later, on the last turn, on the last say, lap, when the last his lap. son is about to win the race with his teammate, Michael Waltrip, in second, that's when Earnhardt crashed. Back. Crazy, dude. They were Absolutely about to go crazy. one, two, three for that team in, in that race. That's wild. Yeah, and if he if he the wasn't following, the following Daytona, because they raced Daytona twice now, the following Daytona was like the lesser one, and I think Junior won that one too. And like, what's crazy about that too is like, like think about it. Like, imagine like any of these guys we just drafted like dying on the field of the sport they're playing. Brady would have. It's crazy. You know what I mean? It's he was nuts. really close. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. I mean, there definitely would have been a 15 yard penalty if Brady would have died on the field for sure. Somewhere. Someone, <laughs> someone would have got flagged. He's going to play until he was dead. Well, it's like for Earnhardt's sake, if he wasn't so stubborn about wearing a particular style of helmet, it could have saved him. Could have. Um, but there's no guarantee. No, but th- they did that. After that, there was massive changes. Yeah, the Hans um, device was born. Yes, yes. Um, it was also very freakish. You know what I mean? It was yeah. just the the right angle at the right speed. Yeah, I mean, it just looked like a regular crash, really. It did it really did? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll never forget that. It was the second time I died when a race car driver died. The first time was Davy Allison. Who died in a helicopter accident? He was my racer. Uh, I was I was little. I was probably like six, seven. I I love NASCAR. Late nineties when I had a I remember I had one of the games for the PS one. I used to just play the shit out of it. It was so oh, yeah. good. Dude, I loved I loved the NASCAR video games. It was so good. Like I like I remember just turning off caution flags and just fucking wrecking it. Like <laughs> going it going low every fucking time. I used to go backwards and try and yep. hit all the other cars yes. and get catch them on fire. Yes, like like Trying we were playing Grand, like, to go. We were playing Grand Theft Auto on NASCAR. <laughs> mm-hmm. You ever do like the full race like without it being simulated? Never. <laughs> Not once. You know how long <laughs> we pass me and my brother, we would pass off the controller because your hand would just get tired and you get kind of bored with yep. doing it. Like here, dude, don't do they still make those games? Surely they don't, right? No, they do. So, no, they, do. they don't make them. They do. I mean, I'm sure like Need for Speed took over like NASCAR, right? Let's Google no. it. No, they're still making them because I remember playing the like dirt. a NASCAR game on the PS2, the dirt I race games. Have uh, grown a little bit more, though I've noticed. 
So your late models, your sprint cars, your big blocks, all that shit. Mm-hmm. I love that shit. <laughs> hey, do you remember when Tony Stewart killed the man? Oh, Jesus, dude. Here's the thing. It's simple. Stay in your car. There's... You're under caution. Stay in your car. Autopsy came uh, back. High as a kite. I don't know. Just stay in your car. And uh, to, to, to defend somebody I recently, as of like three, four years ago, maybe five, um, learned I didn't like anymore. To defend Tony, the way those cars are driven is not yeah. all steering wheel. Uh, they run a larger right rear than they do left rear. So it's like putting an eraser on a pencil, pushing it, yep. it turns. Those cars. Tony drove. Tony Stewart drove the Home Depot 20, right? What's that? Yeah. Tony Stewart drove the Home Depot number 20, right? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I remember I was at my buddy's wedding and it was like a bring your own food kind of thing. And someone brought beans in a Bobby Labonte crock pot. <laughs> and the theme of the night was who the fuck is Bobby Labonte? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Terry guy. And I like Bobby Labonte because he had like the neon green interstate 18 in, in, interstate battery car. Yep. And oh, I fucking, yeah. I thought that car was so fucking cool, dude. I was like, Bobby Labonte is my fucking goat. He's uh, more recently the- driven by Kyle Busch. Come Kyle Busch. He drives the M&M's, M&M's, right? In M&M's, M&M's, M&M's now, right? Yeah. That no, M&M's. actually is some sort of can't remember the company, but or the name is Rebel, but I can't remember what they represent. He's going to be in a number eight uh, this year. Yeah, I just remember Bobby Lamonte driving the Interstate Pontiac. Yep. I remember, what Dude, was it? Uh, look at all of us. Sneaky NASCAR knowledge. <laughs> a little bit. Who drove the Cornflake car? With the... That was Labonte. He That's drove terrible. that one as well. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Dude, yeah, sneaky the five, NASCAR knowledge in crafting and drafting. I can't remember. It was it was a yellow card and had the it had the the cornflake bird on it. The green and the red, as well. Yeah, yes. I yeah, think it was. it was a number five, a red five. It was five or fifteen. Was it five? Ernie Ernie Irvin 15, drove that. Then probably would have been Wall Trip. I just got to say this name, Dick Trickle. All right, Matt, your next pick. <laughs> I did not have NASCAR banter on this podcast. I'll, uh, on on my bingo card, I'll be. Honest. I'm glad we did, though. I'm glad we did. Look at us. I'm proud of us. <laughs> Good for us. Um, Do it. number four. Yeah. Uh there's so many. I you know we're overlooking and such. Um, I'm gonna go with the. Uh, I'm gonna go with the the fastest man in the world, uh, Usain Bolt. Shit. I didn't even think about this guy. Oh my god! Good pick. Thank you. He's uh, dude's disgustingly quick, and yep. everybody talk. You know, in high school, I think a little bit of middle school, everybody just you know discussed how fast he was. Dude's still very young too, thirty-seven years old, but um, nobody could touch him. I mean, I'm looking through his Olympic Games record and. You know, world championships, it's a whole lot of gold medals, a couple silvers, you know, a bronze, but a whole lot of gold in his career. Um, just being fast, running, just pushing your body to the very, you know, as far as it can go in speed. And uh, yeah, dude killed it. Dude killed it. So Usain Bolt is uh, is my number four. He's a really nice guy, too. I hear that. I hear that. Um, 
yeah, it's it's really cool when you get when you come across these legends that you know popularize a sport because nobody talks about track like running track like out of sight of Usain Bolt. Is there anybody else that comes to mind when you think of various track events, relay events? Not really. That's that's goat status. So Michael Johnson. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He was the old fastest man alive back in the nineties. <laughs> oh. Ninety two Barcelona, you don't remember Michael Johnson? I was one. <laughs> Imagine if was if that a friend? Imagine if Bolt transitioned into like bobsled. Wait, that's Ryan's line. You can't do that. I would. <laughs> <laughs> Brian I was born in 1991. <laughs> 94, <laughs> 94. All right, Alex. All right, so you were taking one you thought wasn't really quite the bill. I'm going to do the same. I'm going to pick a man who spawned four right out of the gate. Amazing PS1 games. <laughs> First man to land a 900 on a skateboard, Tony Hawk. He was, he was my next pick. Yes. <laughs> yes, sir. No, that was my next pick. The first check he was cut from Activision and whoever else worked on his games, $4 million. I was just playing the remake like a couple hours ago. Tremendous How is game. That? It aged very well. It, it it's it's really good. I yeah, I enjoy it a bunch. I just I just recently bought a Game Boy Color and it came with a Tony Hawk game. I was playing that a little bit the other day. Oh, damn it. Ryan, tell me when you listen to the song Amoeba on the soundtrack that it doesn't sound like they're saying Tony Hawk. Yeah, you can oh, yeah, I mean, really throw it in there and it fits. It fits. That's wow. probably why they picked it. <laughs> Definitely why they picked it. But let, we'll talk about that too. Soundtracks that helped boost his game line and then his actual following of skateboarding itself, not just the video games. The pioneer he was. Mm. Without him, we probably don't see half the people today. No, and and I remember kids trying. I even tried skateboarding. I asked for a skateboard in second grade, and just because of how cool Tony Hawk was, I was dog shit at it. I didn't last very long, but the the skateboard culture was like it it blew up because of that game and because of Tony Hawk. Mm -hmm. Because of the time that I did skate, I still wear my keys on my hip. Because if they're in the pocket, you land on them. Forget it. Dude, I just remember like middle school, I bought a pair of skate shoes just because like, dude, I could skate. And all the skaters like, dude, you're a poser. You can't skate. And I was like, yep, you're right. Never warm again. I still was <laughs> the thing though. It, it's like skateboarding was like a, a shoes were like a casual, like a, a totally a casual dude, shoe for most people. That's the thing. Like as someone like I'm like a big like sneaker culture guy and like mm-hmm. skate shoes really like molded like the sneaker culture in my opinion yeah like like that's when like shoe deals were a thing like these skaters were getting shoe deals whether it was um dc adios vans like all this stuff like these guys were getting shoe deals just from skating and it's like that was like when shoe culture like i feel like start started to blossom 
Was yep. Etnies? Was that another skate? Yep. Skate Etnies, yep. 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 Yeah, you got I had, the a, I had a pair of those. DBS, uh, Osiris. Um, yeah. Yeah, the list goes on. Like and on. Said, uh, Audio, Audios, DCs, Etnies, all these like like in middle school, like that's all you saw was like Etnies, like the big fat E on the side of these mm-hmm. shoes or the big DC on the side of these shoes. The oh. hot shoe that everybody wanted is a D3 2001 from Osiris. Yep, 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 yep. Those shoes were fucking, that's the one you wanted. That or the DC Titans. You had to have them. You had to have them. Mm-hmm. Dude, you can still get them today. They put them back into production again, but it's about one thirty. I remember being like in middle school and like switching shoes with my buddy, and we're like, "Okay, you wear my skate shoes, I'll wear your skate shoes." Now we look cool as hell. Yeah, <laughs> skateboarding, dude. Good pick. Good pick. Excellent pick. I have a better pick, though. Oh. Is it the Condor? It's not. Mm. Four gold medals in the Olympics. 23 world championships. 29 championships total. The best best gymnast of all time. Still only like in her 20s. Simone Biles. Mm -hmm. Yes. Simone Biles. Already dubbed as already dubbed as a goat already espn already dubbed her a goat simone biles dominant absolutely dominant i hated this for the last olympics give me 100 years to train to compete against simone biles nowhere close nowhere close yeah but by the time you're done training you're 100 years old already i mean Take aging out of it. I stayed 21 <laughs> my whole life. And I train I turned 21, a hundred years of training, no aging, nowhere near Simone Biles. No. Ab- definition of a goat. Her body's one giant muscle. Yep. Yep. She beat power, all of our asses has... at the same time. Oh yes. <laughs> Wait a minute. Isn't one of those like... thighs, she would knock me the fuck out. Four eleven or five one or some shit. Like she's that. very tiny but sneaky. Alex, this big, this girl is fucking. She's ripped, dude. Like <laughs> any the the worst gymnast of all time is fucking shredded. She's dating a basketball player or, or no? Uh, no, she's, she's married dating, to a uh, Houston Texans player. Oh, football. No, player. he's with the Packers. He's with the Packers. Oh now. yeah, yeah um, that's right. Something Jason Owens. Yes, John, something Owens. J- Jonathan Owens. Jonathan, Jonathan Owens. Owens. So a dude yeah, who's he not had nearly a, as good at his job as she is at hers. Hey man, he had a pick six this year. Watch your mouth. Because <laughs> I, I only know that because I saw her on the sidelines celebrating. Oh. Yeah, Simone Biles, go. Damn, nice pick. Thank you, thank you. You Dude, see, the thing is, the thing with this draft, I immediately thought of Olympics. I don't know what the why, but I immediately yeah. thought of Tom Brady Olympics. Yeah. I probably should have got there a little quicker. I think I'm doing all right, though. Uh, but I will hop into the Olympics game now. And it's a guy that I thought Alex was going to take. I take know he's him, dude. Take fan. him. So we're going to stay a little chilly because we're in the, the winter take months. Him. Let's oh, go with wow. the flying ginger himself. Take him. John White. Drink a Mountain Dews, baby. <laughs> 
I still walk great. around with a Sean White backpack. Hell yeah. Does anyone remember that interview I just quoted? Yeah. Hold on. Let me see if I can get the logo up close. Sean Hell White. Yeah. Look at that. Does anybody remember that, though? Really? Wait, what was that? I'm sorry, I missed it. He was interviewing on ESPN or whatever, and uh, he was talking about how you flew private to the Olympics. And she was like, Oh, I really like, like, she was like, He was like, Yeah, I have like unlimited drinks and food. And she was like, She's like, Oh, drinks, huh? He's like, I'm talking Mountain Dews, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I challenge everyone go watch that interview, it'll make you fall in love with Sean White. I'm a fallen dude. Flying talking tomato. Mountain, talking Mountain Dews, baby. <laughs> Here. That's Did, a great uh, pick, Ryan. How many, how many gold medals does this man have? Enough. A plethora. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Okay, that's enough. I'd say he's a goat. He has 18, I think. Goat. And then uh, a couple of golds in uh, the X Games as well. Yeah, and he so, he doesn't uh, compete anymore. He doesn't need to. But what is he? He's he's under forty, right? No, no, he is because he's born in eighty six. Is he? Yeah. Okay. Damn, I thought. Yeah. He... What thirty eight? Yeah, he's yeah. He, dude, he, he was pro, at least he, close he to was 40 pro right at now. like sixteen. He was pro at sixteen. He was a stud. Insane. His yeah. uh, I forget the last. Uh, gold medal run he had it was flawless yep i remember his last like his last run was like a perfect run too he was unbelievable yep can anybody name anyone that he's competed against not one word all you gotta know is one name and that's sean white another reason it's goaded yeah but he also you know it be because of how popular he became and snowboarding in general it was forced into the Olympics. Like it was on deny mm-hmm. that you need to bring it in. And the fact that he yep. can compete, um, you know, the half pipe is where he is got his claim to fame, but and he's much more than that. He can do the freestyle too. Yeah. So I'm like, Matt. Okay. Um, again, there are probably, there are definitely, it's not even a probably. There are much better picks than this man, but I have to do it. This is an ego pick uh, for me. Bowling is a fun hobby. Oh, God. <laughs> Who do you think you are? I am. Yep, I am talking about Pete Weber. All right. The bad boy Go. of bowling. He's so good. Go. He's, he's so good. Um, one of the best to ever do it. And, I mean, they show, or they showed at least – bowling highlights on ESPN. There's a bunch of nobodies. But when Pete Weber was on TV, you knew you were getting entertainment. Ryan did the yep. quote. Um he's just yelling, arguing. The dude's been through it all. Um and he was he was a personality. And in my opinion, one of the best uh real life sports villains of all time too. Did uh, he wear rec specs for bowling too? Yeah. Like he wore the glasses for both. He's Let's so hardcore. Let's not forget the signature chop as well. Yeah, yeah, the chop. Thirty-seven career titles, ten major championships, and six uh, PBA fifty titles, which is kind of like their. Se- I, I believe it's like their senior, like fifty and up division. So, mm-hmm. uh, dude's pretty good. I actually was sad because 
he retired the year of COVID. Like when COVID was going on and everything was shutting down and he bowled in front of nobody, his final like frames. And he had this sad interview. He just looked old and deflated. And I'm like, damn, that's a terrible way to go out. Terrible, terrible. But Pete Weber, number five. Okay. Can I say something real quick? Yeah. This is a hot take. Let me bowl every day of my life for two years. <laughs> I could be a professional bowler. I think anybody could be a professional bowler if they bowl consistently. You won't you won't get enough games in those two years. I'm telling you, dude. No, I'm telling you. <laughs> Bowling is a hobby. It's a sport. Hot take or no or hot take or no. <laughs> it's a sport. I it would, can be. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, yes. I would it's, it's, yes, it's put it in the scene. Hobby was the wrong word. It's definitely a sport. I can be judged for this however you want, and it's fine. I'm normally the bad guy in this show. But I would put it closer to the realm of anyone that's insanely good at darts or pool. Yeah. Or, or you know, cornhole. Like, yeah, cornhole. Absolutely. Like, I'm not denying that you're amazing at something that I know I'll never be amazing at because you are. I'm, and ter- I'm the worst dope. bowler on the planet. Yeah. When first discussing this with my wife, she was asking, goats of anything? I was like, no, we're going to stick to sports, which we are. But West I, Macaulay it, it, referee. It, it didn't pique my interest. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> that's even more fun. Like, we might actually have to have like debates on whether or not you can claim this person's a goat if you're like drafting actors or something or singers or something <laughs> yeah there I is think, yeah uh, i have no debate for this guy by the way i know who he is a thousand percent yes. and mostly because of that viral clip he's the only bowler i know and i hate bowling because i'm so bad at it there is one lady <laughs> from niagara falls her name is liz johnson uh yes. no, rela- no relation but her brother Very is my art, my art teacher um in elementary school which is really cool um, I actually, she was in, I d- downloaded a, a, a bowling game a couple years ago on the PlayStation 4 and she was in it. It was crazy. Damn. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's pretty cool. You had a bowling game for the PS4. Did it work with the motion control things? No. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure, it, I'm sure it would have. I'm sure. It oh, you're talking about Wii bowling. He's talking about Wii bowling, which is, you know, a great game in itself. I'm yeah. Very, I, I, I I'm downloaded it. a Wii bowling. A legit like PlayStation Move. I don't have. I don't have that. I don't. I gave uh, it to you. It's at the studio. Oh well, shit. Well, that's for the PS3, I think. Oh shit! Should have gave that to me. You fuck. I would have used that. Oh, uh, the Sports of Champions that comes with that when you buy that for PS3, uh, you can play bocce ball. Oh. Also, I want you guys to look up this one. I'm a goat of bocce. (laughs) This 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 guy's gonna be the next big thing. Um, his name is Kyle Troop. Um, yes. T-R-O-U-P You should look him up He's he's great He's great he has amazing... He's going to be great for the sport He's the coolest bowler of all time He has the best hair Seriously look him up Now I'm pretty sure he's a descendant It might be his grandfather Guppy Troop Pro bowler Really? Yeah And the looks, first time like... I ever heard First time I ever heard that name Was in Alley Cat Strike A Disney movie no shit. 
Yeah, he looks like Bob Ross just picked up bowling yeah. one day. So this guy, he's great. No, that's a and uh, what paved the way for his style of bowling is a man, honorable mention, Jason Balmani, one of the first two-hander pros to make it big, keep it consistent. The just little honorable shout there. No, I actually I think it's cool that you know all that. I I unfortunately don't. Guy. My dad loves bowling, and I have I have like I don't I have no idea. Alex, what's your <laughs> handicap? Last year it was eight, which was I think like a two two thirteen two fourteen. Good lord, average. Damn, that hair is fucking sick. <laughs> Share it with the group. It is. It's in there. It's in, it's, it's in the group chat. Goodness. Uh, Alex, are you going to pick a golfer now? Or a bowler? Sorry, bowler. You know, it, I wasn't thinking about bowling, and that's very sad for me because I spent, well, ever since I was nine up until this season, bowling. Um, so I'm going to go, I'm I'm actually going to go to the rink finally. Well, kind of returning to the rink, mm-hmm. but I'm going with a, uh, a net minder yes. who got me to throw the pads on man had a slinky for a spine. Nikolai Hobby made it so that RJ could make some of the most memorable calls. I'm going to go with the dominator, Dominic Hashik. Oh, very good. Great. Pick. Yes. Very Brian, good. who who did that for you? It was Dougie and um, Rob. There you go. But yeah, Dominator. Yeah, we met him. What was that? A couple of years ago, he came to work and signed two things for everybody. And yeah, three three years ago. Yeah. What the fuck, Dominic Hashik was at ice. Yeah. Let me tell you, his meticulous style when he's signing. He's got an assistant there with him holding out whatever material, keeping it taut so he can just gentle, nice, easy strokes, and the fucking signature is immaculate. Yeah, everyone says I was nutted. I had him sign a jersey that I found at the Goodwill in Batavia for $6. Awesome. No way. Worth Full stitch CCM. No way. Go ahead. Yeah. Yep. Black. Yep. Hell Holy yeah. shit. What a find. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I took in your, four bags and I'm like, well, just for shit. So your size too. Take home, fit me like a glove. Perfect. Holy shit! What a find. So somebody was mad at their husband. I'm not sure. <laughs> Dude, I want to can... start doing thrift shopping more often. I want to see how like, yes. getting cheap sports jerseys. Like I, yes. I got a David Carr one a couple years ago for ten dollars, and so, it's up yeah, on the wall at the crazy. studio. So that's like I think. When I was like really big into like the podcast, like two point, I was like, man, I really want to do like a, like a, uh, uh, like a garage sale kind of like video, like video series where we try and go and find jerseys for dirt cheap. Yeah. I think that would have been cool. But... Dude, check out the clearance flea market in the summer. Yes, I have to. Yeah, Sweet. I have to go. Alex, he signed go. that jersey, the one that I got at uh, Goodwill. Yeah, yeah. You know how much money that's probably worth? Probably quite a bit, but you can flip that six dollars into five hundred dollars easy. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, wow, it's a little that's too, awesome. It's a little too priceless for me to, to pass that. Name up. your price. I'll buy it right now. <laughs> a grand. That's awesome. What 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 color is the jersey? <laughs> Huh? What color is the jersey? Is it black or white? The black one. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Awesome. The good one. I think the the coolest thing I found outside of like getting thrifty, unless you count yard selling thrifty, I kinda do. Um I did find a La Fontaine for like thirty bucks with the C on it. That's not bad either. Don't nice. know where the fuck it is today, and it kind of pisses me off. <laughs> but yeah, that was a great find too, and it was the white one. Nice. Fun fact, Brian, did you know he was the last one to put a puck across the goal line in the odd? Dominic Ashick? No, Lafontaine. Oh, okay. I can see that. Because they, they all took turns skating it around, carrying the puck. Legends, past, and future, obviously. And uh, he was the last one. He put the puck in the net, or waved to the crowd, put the puck in the net, goal horn. No lights on, but the one on the goal. And that's like goosebumps. Yeah, for sure. That 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 checks out. Awesome. Ryan, yeah. the last pick of what round are we in? Five. 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 Okay. Um, can we do college football? Yes. <laughs> Tebow, Tim, baby. Wait, if Tim Tebow has a thought, is it a Christian ponder? Uh, yep, sure is. <laughs> Damn right it is. <laughs> yep. Tim Tebow, baby. Absolutely dominant. I was um I was debating between Tebow and Manziel. And I went the angel on the right shoulder, devil on the left. I went Tebow. Give me Tebow. Best college quarterback, best college football player of all time. Did not name someone better. You can't. You can't. Best college football player ever. Yes. Yep. Tim Tebow. Timothy S. Tebow. I would also What's say the best college player to not really translate well into the NFL. Yep. Well. He could have been a Taysom Hill if he ever Johnny Menzel would like a word with that. <laughs> Jamarcus Russell would also like a word. Mm. Fortunately, way too many examples of that. That's <laughs> too many conversations for me. Yep. 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 Tim Tebow. So you easy, said easy for me. you said he's the GOAT of college football? Yes, and it's not Woodson no matter what you say. Are you sure? Because as I'm 100% I know, he's, the, he's like the only guy to ever win the Heisman as a defensive player. Yeah, but he sucks, though. Yeah, he's my next pick. <laughs> can, can I make a <laughs> Ryan? Can I make a small argument against it? You absolutely can. Max Duggan. Never heard of her. <laughs> he's another one of the greats. Obviously, you know who he is, but. He hasn't translated well into the NFL yet because he hasn't really gotten any shots. But I mean, at least Woodson and Tim Tebow took snaps in the NFL. Give it time. Give it time. Woodson. Max Duggan is going to sell some beautiful houses someday. (laughs) Hey, he might do it. L.A. That's a lot of money out there. Hey, I'll tell. I mean, he's doing way better than I am. So we'll put it. (laughs) We'll leave it at that. (laughs) So Woodson is an easy pick for me. 
Heisman winner, Super Bowl champion. Uh, I don't know if he ever won Defensive Player of the Year. I'd have to look it up. But in my Carried opinion, carried by Rodgers, he is the greatest secondary player of all time because he was amazing at cornerback. And if he could be, in a, you know, even better at safety. He was a corner at first, correct? See, I only remember him as a safety. That just shows my age. So. Yeah, they they say, "Oh, you lost a step," but him losing a step is like still like insanely fast. Yes, all jokes. Go, go. Woodson's a go. I bet you could probably ask ninety percent of the safeties or any DB in the NFL who they like looked up to. Probably going to be Charles Woodson. Fairly, fairly good chances, Charles Woodson. And he got shortchanged another Super Bowl appearance with the tuck roll. With Matt go. Go ahead, Matt. <laughs> All right. Um, so I'm going to go in the world of wrestling and not pro wrestling, but Olympic style, uh, freestyle, and a little bit of collegiate too. Um, in my opinion, this is the greatest uh, wrestler in history. Um, his name is Cal Sanderson, and I'm sure none of you guys are very familiar with him, so I'm going to educate you a little bit. Um, he won four state championships in high school. He went undefeated all throughout college, compiling a 159-0 and record uh, where he won four NCAA championships. He has a gold medal. He won a gold medal in Athens uh, 2004. And uh, he's also done a couple of, you know, won a couple of the, you know, worlds. He's, he's meddled in a bunch of worlds. Um, dude's pretty good. And not only that, he is the coach of Penn State Wrestling Program, which is incredibly successful, has turned around. I believe I read that 30 under his reign since 2009. Oh, here it is. Since he took over uh, before 2009 season ended, 34 individual wrestlers won NCAA division uh, D one titles and his team has won 10, um, 10 NCAA championships. So, uh, yeah, pretty good. Kel Sanderson is going to be my number five, uh, six, excuse me. Did he wrestle for Penn State? Did he wrestle for Penn State? No, he wrestled for Iowa State. Iowa. Iowa. Iowa makes sense. Yeah. All right, let me add that name to the long list of people that would kick the shit out of me. Perfect. <laughs> nice, dude. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. I his, his, name, his, his, his name was, Jake, you said Jake Sanderson? Cal. 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 C-A-E-L. Cal. Cal Sanderson. Okay. 159 and O. Yep, in college. That's pretty crazy in any sport, whatever what? it is. Mm-hmm. Wow. How many by pin does it say? Um, I'm sure they have. I can I can Google it. If you guys Every want. single one. No, he's he's I mean he smashed he he smashed up some some dudes. How big was this guy? Like, like, like what was his class? 197 in college. Oh, God. oh big boys. Yeah. Oh, so and this guy was shredded huh yeah he's pretty he's pretty jacked 197 good lord 
And then he, oh, that was his last year in college. And then he cut down to um, 185 for the Olympics. See, that's the thing about these fucking dudes is like, these dudes just cut weight and they're like, I'm going to, I think I'm going to do this in this weight class. And then they fucking dominate too. You know what I mean? It's like, it's fucking crazy. Like yeah. I'm going to starve myself and then I'm going to beat this guy's ass. <laughs> It's crazy to me. Yeah. In yeah, middle school, I thought I could wrestle because I was fat and heavy. And then I got humbled very fast. <laughs> it's a great sport. Very difficult sport. Underrated, yes. sneaky, difficult sport. Yes, it is. Considering some of the sport, you're starting on your hands and knees, correct? Yes. <laughs> Yes. Crazy. <laughs> like, like, think about that. Like, we're going to start. This guy is going to be directly on top of you, and then you have to beat his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. I have a lot of respect for wrestlers because that shit is fucking very difficult. I, I miss being in that kind of shape and all that. I do. Like, you're getting your ass beat potentially, and you're thinking in your head, okay, how do I get out of this and beat this guy's ass now? Yeah. Like while you're getting your ass beat, it's, 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 it's nuts. I always just think of having to maintain that weight and the hell that you guys put yourself through. <laughs> yes. And like, like, what is stopping these dudes from like going full fisticuffs on these people? Like, God damn it, I'm so <laughs> mad. I just want to hit you, but you can't. You can't fucking hit these guys. You, you, it's wrestling. 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 <laughs> awesome. Yes, that that's a sport I never really um got into, but I respect it for sure. For sure. Good shit. Alex. So I'm gonna go after personal goats because the list dwindled pretty good. So, I don't know. Some some are going to argue instantly Messi or Ronaldo. But one of the dudes that got me to get on the pitch is Wayne Rooney. Plays for Manchester United, or played for Manchester United. One of the most prolific scorers I think I've ever seen. He had one of the best hustle play highlights I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. He had a gear like no other. Yep. And like, like it wasn't built like a traditional soccer player either. No. He was, he was borderline built for rugby in a way. Was, yeah. was, he's built like Very a big British, boy. British guy that drinks a bunch of beers at the pub. He was built like a fucking linebacker. Very, very big boy. Big boy. Brian, I didn't want to let you be the only one with a Wayne on your team. Appreciate that. <laughs> but yeah, short and sweet. There it is. Boom. Ryan. I'm debating between fuck it. No. Best running back of all time, Barry Sanders. End of discussion. Go ahead, Brian. <laughs> I don't want I don't wanna necessarily discuss that. 
Who Brian, that's your Wolverine. second berry. Yeah, yeah, you got a thing for berries. Yeah, you got a fruit fruit theme going here. <laughs> Barry Sanders. You got to think this dude was running against other professional athletes that um, their job is to tackle this guy. They didn't even put a finger on this guy. The the most uh, elusive running back ever. Um, highlight jukes, uh, speed, and he just stopped. He's like, "This team kind of stinks. I'm I'm good. I'm already the goat. I'm good. I'm done." See ya. Yeah, he was yeah, a megastar back in the day. The fact that he retired and it could have been so much more, he could just pile it on, is, is, is still crazy to me. Could have. Easily could have. And he's still one of the, in my opinion, the, the best. Does anyone know who his backup running back was in college? No. Yep, he was behind Thurman. Was he behind Thurman? He was. Yep. Oh shit! Okay, never mind. Scratch that. Because there's that famous Barry Switzer comment of "Don't hurt Thurman because if he who hurt him, the next guy's even better." Fucking Barry everywhere. Like what? Why don't they use both of them? <laughs> because that was old school football. Yeah. You can't have two running backs at the same time. Barry Sanders, goaded. Do I don't have any football representatives. Sure you do. Yeah, but... I do. Football. Dude, I know take Mahomes. Grow up. Take yeah, Mahomes. Uh, I I do have football. I wasn't. Um, I, I was thinking of a quarterback, but instead I'm gonna go to a different sport that hasn't been drafted yet. Uh, let's go to the world of MMA, Ooh. and uh, I'm gonna go with the Spider Anderson Silva. <laughs> now, besides watching him snap his leg, uh so gross. Grossest thing that was ever seen. Brutal. Is that he's that's the one where like his leg wrapped around someone else's leg, correct? Yes, yeah. I believe it was Chris Weidman. Yes. Chris Weidman, yeah. Yes. Oh, that was brutal. I was at Buffalo Wild Wings and I watched that. Oh. You saw that live? Did you throw up your wings? <laughs> they hadn't come out yet. It was very much like watching a Tyson fight. It's <laughs> mm. it's a post fight meal, you know. I look forward <laughs> yeah. to. There's a Facebook post on the anniversary of the. Uh, it's probably the day after, but of get your own Anderson Silva action figure, and it's his leg facing the wrong way. But besides that, that dude, the way he would toy with people and purposely just egg them on in the ring, uh, he got caught once. Um, doing that shit, but besides, up until that point, like no one could touch him, and he was. Who was it that caught him? It was Weidman. It was Weidman, and he broke his leg in the rematch. Oh, because of the yeah. okay. I thought like a split oh, no, 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 no. The first time he tried being, he tried being cocky, and he's like, "Oh, you can't hit me," and Weidman's like, "Bam!" <laughs> it's, 
Um, <laughs> I loved that moment. Oh, so it was good. a there was a huge age difference at that point. I think Silva was already like thirty four, and Wyman was probably like twenty eight. So like one dude's smack down in his prime, and the other dude's like just out of it. And Silva, he he might have been undefeated up to that point. Yeah, right. I he might have been. He was that good. He was. I mean, it's it's that whole family. It's that whole gym that he came out of. That's what they did. Yeah. He comes from the Hoist Gracie, you know, school of MMA. So, go. I was always a big fan of the Iceman. Oh, you're oh, old. Not like, not like in comparison, trying to put him parallel with Anderson. And just he was the one I remember watching the most. That Superman punch, just different, different in the way that they they were in the ring. Um, mm-hmm. He was never scared of getting caught. Because he he was he had a tough job, man. It was it was hard to knock him down. So that one's for my uh, co-host Dan Torres. Right on, Alex. Your last pick. That would be Mister Matt. Oh man, I skipped over you. Wow, it, it wouldn't be a crafting is. and drafting episode if Brian didn't miss up a pick. <laughs> you uh, always seem to skip Matt. It's weird. <laughs> it's cool. I get it. I get it's already it. Already halfway gone. <laughs> <laughs> this is a hard one. Guess my last my last pick for a very long time. Um, fudge. I'm gonna go. Rec- I'm gonna go back to football. I'm gonna go wide receiver, and a guy whose record is probably never ever gonna be touched. Um, it's Gerald Rice. Things not true. I Jerry Gerald. It goes hand in hand. You know, <laughs> Reginald. What does he have? It's like twenty. It's like twenty-two thousand like receiving yards. I think it's some kind of disgusting number because he played legitimately twenty. He was three he decades. Played, he covered three decades. Eighty-five to two thousand five. Oh, two thousand four. He was on the practice, Broncos practice squad in 05. That's crazy. Um. So many accounts. Yeah, 22,895 receiving yards, 197 touchdowns, 1,549 receptions over his career, multiple-time Super Bowl champion. Dude is disgustingly good. Um, very str- It's very weird, you know, to see him in other jerseys aside from 49ers ones. But, uh, but yeah, that's dependability. You you don't you can't find wide receivers like that anymore, especially that longevity. Nowadays, most of them have like an eight nine year like solid window, and then they drop off of a cliff. Where Rice was blessed with going from Montana, very kind of well, he had him enough to Young, and he had some other really good quarterback play too. Rich Gannon, he was I think he was with the Raiders for that Rich Gannon year, mm-hmm. a couple of years when he was the MVP. So or yeah, he was the league MVP, wasn't he? That's weird. <laughs> tuck rule. We're right back to the tuck rule. Yeah, we uh, we found our way. Found our way. Great pick. <laughs> I was, uh, before I decided to go with Silva, I was thinking Joe Montana for my pick. I was about to go GSP, and then you did. <laughs> you did MMA. I'm like, ah, I'll get away from that. 
GSP's number one on the list. Uh, I was trying to find of like how long he had he held the title and stuff like that, but I wasn't able to get to it quick enough. Um, yeah, I don't have too many firsthand memories seeing him. I was at his gym in Canada though, which is pretty cool. I hated it. That's the only thing. He had what? I hated his style. Oh yeah, you just lay on guys. I'm like, this isn't <laughs> MMA. There's nothing <laughs> martial arty about laying on top of someone. <laughs> He was good at it, and you gotta beat the you gotta beat him. You know what I mean? He's the champ. You can't just tie him. You can't just take him to a draw. You have to beat him. So good luck. Yeah. Alex, now your pick. I'm gonna go with uh, another extreme sport athlete. First time I took notice of this guy, he was. Uh, running the AMA circuit like it was his own. Uh, then he started to jump into more thrill-seeking aspects of it, of what he was doing and branching into other things, eventually forming Nitro Circus. I'm going with Mr. 199, Travis Pastrana. Nice. The only guy to my knowledge to pull off a triple backflip on a dirt bike. That was a big deal. I do think you're correct. He also held some distance records, I think, for a while. I don't know if they've been beat. If it's got handlebars or a steering wheel, though, I guarantee you he's hopping in or on it. Yeah. I love that show. Mm -hmm. Oh, I should have gone with Street Bike Tommy. Uh, No, I'm kidding. I wasn't sure where where you're going. I was, I know you're a big Ken Block fan, so I don't know if I you're... am. I am. Rest in power, big guy. Yeah. Well, Ryan, uh, is the baby up? Is are we good? The yeah, we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Um. So Matt took Tyson earlier, correct? Yes. yes. There's only two names in boxing that I know that are that big. It's Tyson and it's Ali. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Don't ask me any stats about Ali. Couldn't tell you. Not a single one. But I know he's a GOAT. And and like that's what makes him a GOAT. Even if someone doesn't know anything about this guy, they just know his status. That's enough for someone to be a GOAT, right? Mm-hmm. J- just the name alone. So, Ali. The Thriller in Manila. I'm honestly surprised it took this long. He yeah. The low-hanging fruit. I, I, I stuck to guys that I watched. Um, he was already out and done uh, by the time I knew anything at all about boxing. And I never really cared about boxing either. I mean, it was either him or Josh Allen, so. <laughs> and I think Muhammad Ali has uh, surpassed Josh Allen for a while, so. <laughs> yeah, man, Ali. Uh, incredible man, incredible athlete. Uh, I, the hate that he was receiving towards his death was like the most angering 
if that's a word thing that's ever happened to me that like he he passed away and there was like a friend like this i know that it's not the majority but there's these people like draft dodger uh, he hated this country and it's like good lord we can never enjoy anything in this country we can not even on this man's death he came and celebrate how awesome he was at boxing <laughs> he'd win the war single-handedly he was i mean yeah he was he was absolutely legendary i read a comic book yes once and he was in it with superman us where he boxed and, and defeated superman uh to help, to help i forgot the purpose of it, the plot of it but like this dude was was mainstream like so big like i i think like rocky marciano he went undefeated he was pretty big deal but then muhammad ali came and and changed it there's just all sorts of fun taglines he did the rhyming um he was just electric so good so yeah Took out George Foreman. Sure did. Um, the guy with the grill? Yeah, punched him right in the grill. <laughs> yep. No one saw that coming. Everyone was shocked. Yeah, you mentioned that Ali Superman comic and a fun little tidbit about that is uh this uh studio exec uh wanted rights to certain projects. One, he wanted to do a Superman project. Uh, and it, he had Tim Burton that was gonna uh, be the director, and um, Nicolas Cage was gonna be Superman. Yeah, it was, it was gonna be Nicolas Cage without a cape, and he was gonna be rocking the '90s mullet that Superman had at that time. <laughs> and then the other project that he wanted to do was he wanted to do a, an Ali, um, biopic, and uh, he never got the chance. And now, obviously, Will Smith eventually did it. Which only fueled his need to slap people, I'm guessing. <laughs> but I always thought that was interesting that this dude he had like a Kevin Smith tells a great story about like he went to this dude's house and he had a giant poster of that comic. Yeah. Goes, oh, that's a wicked comic, man. He goes, Oh man, I'm a huge Superman fan, huge Ali fan. So who's not a huge Ali fan? We all recognize that. He was the low hanging freak fruit. Good job, Rye. We know not let him slip through the cracks as we probably oh, yeah. serious shit on the message boards that don't exist about our podcast. Um <laughs> we'll do something a little different here. And uh we're gonna give Matt uh, a little space here to uh say goodbye. Goodbye. No, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. it. No, um, in all seriousness, yeah, it's been a it's been a fun ride. Um, you know, being a part of this show for uh as long as I have been. I know I filled in uh for some pretty big shoes, you know, one of the show's creators and um probably the last thing I needed was another podcast on my plate, but I'm really glad uh that we got to do it cuz you know, Ryan, you know, Ryan, you guys helped me out so much on Two Point and, and amongst other podcasts. So it was kind of fun to be a part of this with you guys and, and do something, you know, a little bit more free, open. Did, did you start this after Eat Sleep Lister before it? After. I can't. It after. was after. Okay. Yeah, I I like these stylish shows because you can do whatever. You can you can mix it up all the time. Whatever's on your mind, you can kind of just do it. So, um. 
so yeah, it's been a, it's been a lot of fun. Um, we had a lot of cool memories, you know, getting together for these shows, doing it over, you know, late nights, me having a boogie early cause I had to work early in the morning. Um, a lot of good memories. So, uh, but yeah, I, I will be back at some point. Probably I, I can't guarantee as a full-time co-host, but at least a, a guest spot or two. So here and there. So I'll obviously be in the group chat. If I see something I like, I'll be like, Hey, can I get in on this? And, uh, We'll go from there. Hell yeah. You'll always have a seat here on the virtual couch. Yes. Well, Matt, I I, I think I speak for everybody. You are a first team all podcast. You are our 101. Mm-hmm. For sure. Thanks. I appreciate you, uh, it. You uh, brought us all into this game. And um, all, all, uh, all the respect to you. So. Yeah, shit. It brought all of us together, right? I wouldn't have would met any you, of you. So. I wouldn't have met any of you if uh, not for podcasting. So, this is the stuff I'm grateful for. Yep. A, a major, major thank you to you, Matt, for uh, everything we've been able to do through all this. Of course. Of course. The pod father. Love all you, boys. The pod father. The pod goat. There is only one <laughs> Musty Johnson. <laughs> Ouch. Well, <laughs> for Musty Johnson, Ryan Bailey, Alex Morris. And that must be your Misty right now. Oh, let's not get too Misty. Uh, enjoy those beers. And uh, this time, let's get uh, one from Matt here. Go Colts. Go, go Colts. Keep on drinking the beers. Thank you.